welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast, where we look at behind the scenes of why and how leaders are making an impact and how you can too. I'm Shay Wheat, the founder and CEO of Grace and Ease Productions and the host of Creating Powerful Impact podcast. We support six, seven, and eight-figure speakers, coaches, and expert thought leaders in creating powerful and profitable live and virtual live events. Our clients have made over $25 million in revenue, gained over 3,700 new clients, and changed the lives of over 29,000 attendees with events as few as 50 people and over 4,000 in attendance. So stick around to the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be a next guest in just 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm a lovely, lovely, lovely. I have a lovely, lovely woman with me. I'm so excited. Um, She is somebody that you all deserve to kind of get your pen and paper handy, just to be honest. Um, Dr. Allie Griffith, who is a TEDx speaker, number one bestselling author, business strategist, and coach, but she's also somebody who innately understands the business and sales strategy that really has allowed her to, frankly, share stages with some pretty awesome people, titans like Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, Steve Harvey, and the amazing Lisa Nichols. So her innovative approach seamlessly blends business strategy and personal development, which really allows her clients to maximize their time, their talents, and their profitability with her one, two, three method of simplifying overcomplicated sales processes. So help me welcome to the stage, Dr. Allie Griffith. Yay, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today because I know we're going to talk about sales. I know we're going to talk about, you know, how to do that to scale your business. Um, What does it mean to close a sale? You know, how to do it without being salesy and all of those jazzy things. But I also would love for you to, one, tell us anything additional about you, high level about what it is that you do and how you're creating impact in the world. Um, before we start to take a peek behind the curtain to see how you actually got there. So um, some fun facts. I'm also an autism mom. I'm also a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And I've been seen on Good Morning America and the Drew Barrymore show lately. So those are some cool fun facts about me. What? How in the world do you get on that show? I get that question a lot (laughs) by some of the things I'm going to share with you guys today. Okay, good. Okay, I love that, seeding it. Um, So how, I guess, are you actually creating impact in the world today? Uh, Simply by being me, showing Mm -hmm. up as me, being authentic, being visible, and tapping into hearts, connecting with people, finding out what do we have in common, and leaving some sort of memorable feeling to me mm. that's what impact is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely so can you kind of tell us the the maybe a little bit of your origin story kind of like where you started um some behind the scenes there sure so i'm by trade an audiologist and speech language pathologist an educator in new york 
Um, through the process, I've also had the opportunity of saying yes to being in rooms with, like you mentioned, Steve Harvey and Lisa Nichols. That was the beginning of my, my business world. I'm mm -hmm. an educator. I knew schools and academics. I had no idea about this business land. So I decided to learn from the Titans. I decided to learn from the inside. And I was lucky enough, and I don't even like to say the word lucky, I worked very hard to be seen and then let inside of the behind the scenes of what it takes to run a business, run a successful event and to become and to scale your brand. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I learned from the inside, like what you're saying, what you're teaching now or sharing now on your stage is revealing the back end side of growing a business. I liked learning from the back end side because to I me, it was the fastest way. Right. It's like, OK, if I can learn from somebody else's mistake um, and just kind of start instead of at zero, I can start at two or three and move forward, you know, and I, from my experience, people are really willing to go, don't do that. That didn't work for me. That actually sucked. Um, let me show you why it sucked. And this is what I did to make it better. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's a little bit of the intention with the podcast here is to support people and going, oh, don't do that bit. That didn't work. Let me show you what actually did. Mm -hmm. And I began to realize the value of my time and the value of my money investment. So I had to make moves in order to create this next step. It wasn't just me staying at home. It required for me to either get in a plane and go someplace or spend my time and log in or invest in a coach or a, a, or a mentor at that time to help me to get to my next levels. To me, I felt if I can invest in academia, I can invest into my business world. Exactly. If anything, it's very specifically targeted um, to supporting you in whatever area you're working on right now. Like personally, I was just in Vegas um, in my mastermind group in a room of people that, you know, have multiple businesses are much bigger than me and my my company. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is the next level. But it being in those rooms and being at those events really does kind of start to shift your mindset and how they're doing things and how they're looking at it. And the approach is different. Have you noticed that as you started to like scale and grow your company, is that what do you think would be one of the key determining factors of supporting you in scaling? Absolutely. Seeing the seven, eight and possibly more figure uh, mentors that were doing it afraid, that yeah. were doing it with a plan. <laughs> that learning the strategy behind things made it so much more simpler than trying to learn it from a book. It was just, you know what, be in the, be in the, be in the field with them, work with them, go into the office with them, try and figure out what it is that they were doing, even if it meant picking up tissues or carrying a bag or, or seeing how can I best support them in that process. Mm -hmm. That to me was my advantage in terms of scaling because I got to see what the success looked like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you were even, we were talking a little bit before this, you were a part of other people's events. Like you were volunteering at other people's events, just like when I started, I volunteered at, you know, a women's conference that ended up putting me in, in rooms that I wouldn't have been in otherwise. Um, when you don't have the money, <laughs> right. When you're just starting out and you're like, okay, if I can't pay to be in that, that room, 
how else can I? And it's that mind shift. Yeah, it was however I can be of service. And it's an equivalent to money investment is time investment. It's energy investment. So it was a different modality. We were up early in the morning. We were bed late at nights. And Mm -hmm. while others were sleeping, we were still learning. So to mm-hmm. me, I thought it was the best classroom. It was, mm-hmm. and then when it was, when it came time to invest in the programs, it also gave me an opportunity to see where did I see myself best suited for. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, so I want to switch gears a little bit, and I want to start taking a look at sales. So in business, everybody has to do sales, and the way I look at sales is sales are service, like you were mentioning earlier. How are you being of service? And I feel that sales is service. Mm-hmm. But how can you actually utilize sales and why are sales important to starting to look at and utilizing it to scale your business? Well, if there, there are no sales, there's no business. <laughs> if there's no money, there's no finance, there's no income or revenue coming in, then there's nothing to sustain the business. So I like to tell people sales is the solution to most of the problems that most businesses are having. It'll always stem back to what's our profits, what's our loss, mm-hmm. so that we can continue to scale, to grow, to do more of whatever service that you're doing throughout throughout the impact or throughout your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, when you're when you're looking at scaling your business? Is it changing up the programs? Is it changing up the offerings? Is it adding new things in? Is it taking stuff away? Is it what, what kind of is it for somebody that is looking to scale and they're like, I'm doing a lot of one-on-ones right now. It's tiresome. How do you, how do you do sales and scale? So when I first started, I started off in a very broad niche. I was helping first autism moms, like I said, and then I moved into mompreneurs who were other moms like me who were starting businesses. As I began to at first speak to many inside of the autism moms world or to the mompreneurs, I began to realize that there's certain specific things that I'm really good at. So niching it down and knowing who do I specifically, who am I called to serve is what I say. Who am I aligned with? Because sometimes we may feel it's one thing or one person, but what I began to learn through the process, uh, certain professionals tend to gravitate towards me because I'm a medical type of professional. So a lot of doctors and nurses began to gravitate towards me or even financial um, advisors, people in the space of helping and giving of service. So when we're speaking to a more concentrated space, and for me, it became people of high value, similar to myself, uh, someone who has um, invested in other manners. When I began to have conversations with people who have invested in themselves before, then it made scaling for my brand, and it differs for everyone, but it made scaling for my brand easier. So I would say get clear on who are your ideal buyers, not necessarily um, who you think it may be, but who, who are the ones that are attracted to you and who are the ones that are willing or see the value of investing in their next level with you. So you're not making it super hard for yourself to convince them to invest in their next level with you. Yeah, I think it's a, a constant audit that you're doing on the business, right? So I know for me, when I started out, I was working with people in a certain income bracket and doing a certain size of event, and they had, you know, a certain demographic to them. Mm -hmm. 
And then as I continued to grow and I continued to scale and adjust, my demographic changed slightly um, to the point now where, you know, I've I've been doing this since 2014. Uh, one of my coaches was like, let's look at it. Like, where are your clients coming from? And who is it that you're really serving now? And who's your favorite client that you're serving? And take a look at how do we then draw more of them in? So I like looking at the audience, like you were mentioning and go, okay, what is this now for me? How am I really supporting them and moving into the next level? So that's, I love that. Now, I'm sure a lot of your audience, um, you know, especially the mompreneurs, you know, probably coming to you going, I think this is great and amazing thing, amazing, Dr. Ali, but I really don't want to come off as salesy. Um, you know, what would you tell them? Well, I, I love what you're saying that sales is service. So really tapping into their servant, servant leadership heart. Uh, most people, moms, say we want to take care of others. We are mm -hmm. always in a servant mode or service mode. So really tapping into that space and helping them to understand the language of sales. So what I think is sales has a really, it feels like a dirty word to many people. It feels like a bad language. They hear sales and they begin to cringe. So I begin to shift the dynamics. This is where my speech pathology and audiology side comes in, in terms of the language. So they can fall in love with the word sales. So we do some psych psychological exercises to help them to realize that sales is not a bad thing. We need this for our business. And you can use it in a way of just having a conversation. It's just a conversation. It's a conversation that you're going to help the person with determining if this is what they need for their next. If it is, great. You can give them, you can position it and let them know what are their options. And if it's not within all authenticity, then you can offer things that may not be part of your program or someplace else mm -hmm. that you can refer them to. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to force or feel like you need or you must do something. All you can do is sit down and listen to the per person as they express their problem and determine, is your offer the solution? Eventually in time, when you position yourself around the people who you strategically know that your offer is the right, per right, is the right positioning for whatever their challenges is, the challenges are, then it becomes an easy conversation. It's a, this, let's talk about what's happening and let's talk about how this can possibly help you towards whatever next level you, you're interested in moving in. The goal really is to also have them vested in, have them wanting their next. Do they even want to make a step towards their next? If they don't, then politely have a conversation in terms of helping them with where they are. Don't force them to do anything so it doesn't feel skeezy, you know, sleazy. Basically listen to them help them to make decisions in their next level. Let sales be the solution of what they need. Yeah. It's like, what is the next best step for them? Um, and supporting them in going, okay, great. Where are you? Okay. You're here. Where do you want to go? Okay. Here, here's the gap. Um, and in the gap, you know, you as the expert, do you fill that gap? Can you support them and get them from where they are on this side of the cliff and take them across the bridge to the other side? Um, speaking of bridges, like I, I realized I have so many photos of bridge type things in my house. I was realizing this, Dr. Ali, the other day, because that's what I think I'm drawn to. 
um, because I'm bridging the gap. I'm connecting people. Uh, do you feel this for you too, that when you're in a conversation with somebody, it's like, okay, whether you do business with me or not, you are here, you want to go here. This is the best way to get you there. And let me give you the resources or the people or the tools and, and get you started on your path. Absolutely. I feel like if I'm the catalyst to what they need, so mm-hmm. I'm that person in the process to help them to, to combine to where they need to get to that, that bridge, that space that is missing, that gap. Now, how can we fill the gap? And some people purposefully, they may think they don't want the gap filled. So they're at that space. And I've had conversations where they're like, I'm okay where I'm at and I don't need the next. No problem. Okay, great. Let's celebrate where you are now yeah. when you're ready right. for that next step. Let's set you up so we can talk back to each other in probably another six months or do three months look like a time when you might be ready for it. So it's like really helping them to navigate it because most times when they know they're they're getting ready to enter a sales conversation, you have the Mm -hmm. other person on the other end with a preconceived notion that someone's going to try and bamboozle me or talk me into something. And when you relieve them of that extra pressure, like, listen, I'm not here to swindle you out of anything. I just want to help you. I want to support you in the best way possible. And I'll offer you some recommendations and you get to powerfully say yes or powerfully say no. And both, both are great. Yeah. It's the, I don't know, maybe that's kind of the death right? You're sitting on the fence and you're not making a decision one way or another that I think is the most difficult place to be. So love that. Um, What I would love for you to now talk about is, you know, it sounds like there's a bit of a system that you're kind of walking people through. So are there some tips or resources um, that you can offer to kind of help our audience educate themselves on that sales process? Yeah, I have a really simple sales guide. It's a systems guide in your high-end sales. So it's you can get it at Legacy Sales System. And in that process, it's just seven steps for you to really check yourself or, or do some self-work on yourself as you're working through either a high-ticket offer, which many people are going after right now, or just your own signature offer. It helps you to tap into your energy space, make sure that you're, you're, you're making, you're, you're trying to align with whoever you're having the conversation with, at least making that attempt, because sometimes we may get into it directly ready for the sales and not even making a connection. Mm -hmm. We get to create a plan. We get to look at the offer, make sure it's the right type of offer and definitely practice. Lots of practices, practices needed. Mm -hmm. And why I like legacy sales is because I want it to be something that is, it's long, it's longevity to it. It's not something like a fly by night, a random a random offer that you're offering them or positioning to them. It's something that will last beyond that moment. So really creating that space so that it's more than just a quick offer or a quick uh, answer that you're giving them, but something that leads to the opportunity of beyond now, which a lot of people are more um, open to saying yes or more open to leaning into. Beautiful. Okay. So people can go to LegacySalesSystem.com. We'll have the link in the show notes in order to pick up that seven step plan, uh, which I love. And I also hear in there that, 
you know, you have to do the follow-up too, right? So you were mentioning earlier, okay, maybe now's not the right time, but in six months, and then putting that into your system, having a part of the follow-up to support them when they are actually ready, which is fantastic. So switch gears one more time for me. Um, I want to hear, you know, a little bit more behind the scenes curtain. What is on the docket for you and your company um, this year? What are what are you wanting to do? Um, maybe what are some challenges that are coming up for your your business right now that you're going, OK, this is our next level. Um, this is what I'm looking to do to start, you know, tweaking and adjusting so we can to move into that next space. So I'm super excited about my whole legacy sales tour. I'm getting ready to take it out of New York and go to specific places. I'll be in Michigan, I'll be in Arizona, and I'll be in San Diego and a few other places. So we're basically going into places and just having more conversations in person, getting from behind the screen, even Mm -hmm. though we'll offer some virtual options. Um, This year, it's all about legacy sales and helping my clients to either work with me in Aruba, which is where behind the curtains, I bought a house in Aruba last year. So I'm super excited about masterminding there and doing all things uh, legacy sales driven. So I'm excited about this year. It's going to be a year that we really tap into feeling more comfortable and feeling more at ease with mm-hmm. having more sales conversations so we can have a successful business and scale that mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, congratulations on your new home. And I love that you're going, okay, I want to be in Aruba. How can I now utilize this in my business? Let's have retreats in Aruba. <laughs> Absolutely. We did it for two years in a row and people love it. So we're going to continue the continue the momentum. Why not learn about sales, legacy sales with, you know, a beautiful uh, view in front of you? Energy. It's all about energy is the beginning of the, of the process. It all starts with energy. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, well, I want to go ahead and open it back up to you in regards to what is there anything that you want to leave our audience with in um, allowing them to continue to create powerful impact in their life and in their business um, when it comes to sales and the solutions there? Are there any parting thoughts that you have for our audience? When I ask many people what are their biggest challenges in their business, they often say marketing. They say, Mm -hmm. I need to be in front of more people and I need to just be seen. No one knows I'm out there. And I sometimes I think to myself, marketing is truly the enemy because they get so caught up of being seen that they forgot once I'm seen, what next? The conversion (laughs) part. So we have a lot of folks out there dancing and doing all the things to be seen. But my, my intention this year is to really tap into folks and help them to navigate navigate sales, navigate understanding it, shifting the energy from it being something that I dislike to I love sales. And I want you guys to say it out as you're listening out there. I love sales and say it and say it and say it. And we'll, I'll, I'll take you through our practices. When you're at our masterminds, you begin to see how we work through this process because I had to do the same thing because I was definitely afraid of sales. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure that it's my responsibility, as we've learned from the many mentors we've worked with, to now turn key and now help you navigate this space. Mm-hmm. I love it. You really, truly are um, supporting people with tapping into that true purpose 
of why they're here in the world and supporting them on that journey from, you know, maybe barely being visible to really turning into that real badass legacy brand owner. So fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us today. Reminder, pick up the Legacy Sales 7-Step Plan by going to LegacySalesSystem.com and stay connected with Dr. Allie. She's doing amazing things in the world, and we look forward to hearing your results from working with her and picking up her free gift. Until next time, have an amazing rest of your day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.